Hey, Cassidy Sergeant. Hey, Andrew Street. Cassidy. Hmm. What's your favorite holiday to wish to Xbox? Happy Easter, Xbox. Happy <laughs> Easter, Xbox. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Gone Gold, your favorite video game podcast. This week, we're going to talk about Xbox. That's, do you like that? That was like a little uh, contextual opening right there. Now, see, just like this, just like, in fact, today's Xbox Direct, we're doing this one a little special. We're recording it remotely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a little peek behind the curtain. You know, this really is the big shift here. Fans would never know. We're recording on a Thursday instead of a Wednesday. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's, that actually is. Yeah. Look at how we're changing fucking for the coronavirus. We're all adapting to the mm -hmm. pandemic here. Yep. So we moved our, our lives around, right? We adjusted our recording schedule. Uh, you know, our, our busy calendars. Uh, mm -hmm. It was in chaos so that we could watch the Xbox event. Mm -hmm. The inside Xbox event, mm -hmm. the first ever reveal of some gameplay for Xbox Series X. Premiere. Yep. Was it worth it? Oh, of course. They would never. There's never been an inside Xbox that never lived up to the. <laughs> I want to I want to get more into this. This that's my question of the show. Happy Easter, Xbox. Happy Easter, Xbox. Uh, welcome. I'm your host, Andrew. You can follow me at Street Super. Uh, <laughs> no, what's going on? <laughs> oh, boy, it's Thursday. Uh, Thursday, it's off the rails. Our rhythm is all off. Yeah, I'll drink some water. water. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Elmer Guardado also here with us. PlayStation. Sam Atherton. AOC is playing Animal Crossing. I saw that she has the golden crown that costs one million bells already. Oh, wow. That's, oh a, that's working God. class. <laughs> SMH. I bet, she, I bet she doesn't play the stocks. She's not going to do it. She's for the people. Well, apparently not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how do you think she bought that crown? I think someone sold it to her. I think that she paid for it with the blood of the common people. Yeah, it sounds like she exploited the working class <laughs> to get that. Oh. Yeah. Robert Mackey also here. Yeah. If this were a visual medium, you could see the Xbox fridge behind me. That was cute. I like that. Was that was a good gag. Yeah. yeah. That was a good joke. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for Sega to make a new console and also have a inside Sega. <laughs> I forget. I have a free behind them. <laughs> I forget if I said Cassie Sargent's also here. Hi. Welcome I've said enough. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So we gave you, dear listeners, a peek behind the curtain. It's a Thursday. We've moved it around. We're doing this show remotely because of the pandemic. The, things are a little wacky today. We're not going to die. You would think we're going to dive into the games we're playing. We're not right now. What you were going to think. Fuck. <laughs> you would think. Oh, they're not diving into the games. What are they going to do? They're going to talk about the Xbox event. You're fucking wrong. What? Elmer, what are we fucking doing? You're a gamer? Prove it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special episode of Are You a Gamer? Prove it. Last week, if you uh, if you're a big gun gold head, 
um, like our good friend Sam Kingma, mm-hmm. you would know that we spent about 45 minutes of the hour-long show talking about Arthur <laughs> and the Arthur Cinematic Universe. The ACU. I have an email here. It was a text, but I copy and pasted it into an email so I could find it easier. From Sam Kingma. It reads, Really enjoyed all the Arthur love on Gone Gold this week. Here is an Are You a Gamer Prove It from the biggest Arthur nut around. Are you an anteater? Prove it. We got five questions, Cassidy. Oh, my God. I, I hate this. <laughs> I do not claim to be an Arthur head, but I'll do my best. <clears throat> Question number one. What's Arthur's friend, the brain? Oh, what's Arthur's friend, the brain's real name? Is it A, Alan Powers? Is it B, AJ Powers? Is it C, Albert Powers? Is it D, Albert Wesker? (laughs) (laughs) I I barely remember who this is. I'm just going to go for I'm going for AJ Powers. I'm just throwing it out there. AJ Powers. Mm. What was option one again? Alan Powers. Alan Powers. I hope someone goes for Cass, Albert Wesker. Sam? I think. Uh, <clears throat> go ahead, Sam. You go ahead, Cass. I think Alan Powers, too. I think I agree with Andy. I thought that, too. I'm going to go full Muffy. It's the mm. Albert Weskers. <laughs> it's Alan Powers. <sighs> we Real got some. We got some Arthur heads here. Real dude. I think that's one now. point. Mm-hmm. That's one point for Cass and one point for Andy. Did I remember that correctly? Correct. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Great. We're off to a great start. It would have been bad if no one got a single one of these questions wrong, Sam. We already succeeded. This is great. Question number two. Who in Arthur's class has dyslexia? Is it A, Fern Walters? Is it B, Binky Barnes, is it C, Sue Ellen Armstrong, or is it D, George Lundgren? All right, I'm I'm confident. I think it's Binky Barnes. I feel like he's a little bit of an asshole sometimes, and then it's like, oh, well, guess what? You have dyslexia. You're just like us. <laughs> I think okay. it's Binky, too. I also think it's Binky. He's the big-headed dude, right? Mm-hmm. He's like a bulldog, bulldog or something. Mm-hmm. The fuck? He's a bulldog? Binky? I think. Yeah. He's, he's, he actually looks like the animal he's supposed I to be. I feel like he was like the hero of a, you know, on a on a very special Arthur. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. You know. He's got big jowls. What was the third choice? Yeah, he does. J, J. Allen Powers? <laughs> uh, <laughs> J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> J.G. Wentworth. 877 <laughs> No, I, the three named one, which was C, is Sue Ellen Armstrong. Is, is that Two, actually character? Empire. I can't answer any of these I'm questions. Just, I'm, Today. I'm going for Sue Ellen. <laughs> I'm going for Sue Ellen Armstrong. That was everyone, right? Everyone mm-hmm. else said Binky Barnes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you guys are bullyists. All right, not all bullies have dyslexia. All right, stop generalizing. Who was it? Stop making assumptions. Who was it? it was D. George Lundgren. I, I, I feel like I remember this episode George where Binky Lundgren. finds out he has dyslexia. George but, Lundgren. Okay. No, you're, you doubted Sam Kingma once and you embarrassed me. I know. 
I'm not going to let it happen again. All right. I'm embarrassing myself. Let's do it. What is the name of the Elwood City professional baseball team? Oh, boy. Is it A, Elwood City Aardvarks? Is it B, Elwood City Bulldogs? Is it C, Elwood City Gerbils? Oh, no, that doesn't say gerbils. <laughs> uh, is it C, Elwood City Grebus? Grebes? Hmm. There's got to be an animal. Okay. We're going to get to the bottom of this really quick. Spell Let me type it. this out. G-R-E-B-E-S. Grebit. Oh, it's like a it's like a duck or it's something. It's like a it's like a duck. A duck meme. Okay. Diving bird. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Elwood City Grebus. Okay. Or D Elwood City Bluebirds. <sighs> Yuggy. Huh. Give me the bluebirds. I feel like Aardvark too on the nose. Do kids even know what this fucking diving <laughs> bird is? But here's the thing. It's an it's educational so out, show. It's an educational show. It's so out there. Like, did Sam, I feel like, did Sam Kingman know about this? Like, when he made this answer. That's yeah, the there's thing. no way he knew about that's a, That's a good, that's that's a smart deduction. I don't think I'm Sam gonna, knew what fucking Gravis was. Do you was. think Sam Kingma, like, you think you can make judgments about Sam Kingma based on the rules no. of, like, regular yeah, man? He's a diving birdologist. He's so shocking to me that it, mm-hmm. if he was like, I studied <laughs> diving birds for the first year of college, I'd be like, yeah, he, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, <laughs> apply, he doesn't play by the rules of man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the diving bird. The grebbits. Uh, I'll go with the bulldogs, I guess. Fucking binky I'm, stand. I'm going with the, the grebbits, too. I'm not happy about it. It's the Grebus. Fuck yeah, the it is. Fucking weird. Wow. Okay. I wish I would have sold that one better, but it really caught me off off guard. Uh, well, it's because nobody nobody knows that. what a fucking Grebus is. Yeah. And as yeah. much as as yeah. much as Sam King was a wild card, I bet you if I asked him what a Grebus <laughs> was right now, he'd tell me it's like a fucking Mega Man <laughs> boss or something. <laughs> Sonic level. Rack him up. Question number four. Who is the voice actress of Francine's grandmother? What? The fuck? what? Is it A, Joan Rivers? Okay. Is it B, Meryl Streep? Okay. Is it C, Phyllis Diller? Is it D, Betty White? Damn. Meryl Streep. <sighs> Betty White. Give me Phyllis Diller. That's probably, That's probably the right answer. answer. Yeah. Give me the other one, the last one. Mer- the, uh, Joan, Joan Rivers. Rivers. God, I hate Joan Rivers. Yeah, she's dead. Don't uh, worry. Betty White. Hate Don't worry. She's dead. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, boy. Wait, so what's your answer, Sam? Uh, it's Betty White. Uh, it is Joan Rivers. Oh, you <laughs> fucked up. You <laughs> fucked up, Sam. Why'd you hate Joan Rivers guess. so much? Every time, I'm full Muffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, we got one last Close question. One up. The iconic episode, The Contest. Uh, I'm going to start over. In the iconic episode, The Contest, Arthur and his friends create parody cartoon episodes in different art styles. Which 90s cartoon is not parodied in this episode? Boy. A, Beavis and Butthead. B, South Park. C, Dexter's Laboratory. D, King of the Hill. Which of these art styles did the episode, The Contest, not parody? King of the Hill. South Park. Okay, that's two. I also think South Park. 
Uh, I'm going to go Dexter's Lab. And the correct answer? King of the Hill. Uh, wow. Wow. I'm shocked that Arthur would have a, a nod to South Park. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Even Beavis and Butthead and Dexter's feels bold. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I thought. So who got King of the Hill? Was it uh, you, Andy, or Robert? Robert. All right, Robbie, you got. So Robert got. Robert and Andy both got two points during this uh, Arthur round. Uh, Cass got one point and Sam got zero. Full Muffy. Yeah, full Muffy. Full Full Muffy. Uh, So Sam, I'm pretty sure, is in last place with 8.5. Last place, we call Uh, that holding the muff. (laughs) Holding the muff. Hell yeah, he is. Uh, In... uh, here, I'm just gonna read some points out and then remember, and then we'll we'll do we'll do math. Great. Uh, <laughs> it's just I've done such a shitty job <laughs> at keeping score. It's a mess in here. So Robert, you have 10, 11, 12, 13.5 is your total. Okay. Cass, you have 13, 14, 15. Okay. Andy has 12, 13, 14, 15, 16.5. Okay. So I believe that puts Andy in first place, Cass in second place, Robert in third, and Sam in last. How many did Andrew Sam have? Andrew has twice as many points as me. 8.5. Okay. All right. I have them all down. Full rat burn right, over what, here. What do we got? Yeah, it's it's Andy with 16 and a half, Cass with 15, Robbie with 13 and a half, Sam with eight and a half. Okay. I'm going to ask you for those numbers at the end of the show so I can type them. Great. Um, but that concludes this very special same Kingma edition of You're a gamer? Prove it. <laughs> so he went for the the niche, the deep cut questions. Here I was thinking he'd go for like the who had a spin-off show about traveling. Oh, it's Buster. Right. That's yeah, until easy. they kicked that one off the stuff. show. Cut, kicked it off the air. God. Wait, what happened? Someone took it off the air? Yeah, they had lesbians in the show, and then they uh, they canceled they, it. Is it really? Mr. Isn't Mr. Ratburn gay? Oh yeah, he had a gay wedding. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Oh yeah, because people were mad about the gay rat wedding. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> I, oh my god, that feels like a fucking decade ago that that should happen. It was probably last year. It was last year. Probably in March. <laughs> oh man, what a fucking time. God. Uh, at least there's been good news, right? Like, at least we have the inside Xbox world premiere. Uh, it, they hyped it up. At least we have something to cling to. Yeah. So... Let's, let's dive into this. They, inside Xbox, it was today. It was... It, w- it went over 30 minutes, but I don't know if anyone watched the 30 minutes where they did, like, little remote dev interviews. I caught some of it. It was all surface-level stuff. I kind of bounced pretty quickly. Same. Um, I think in the lead-up to this, they hyped it up. I think they did a... They were hyping it up. I think They've done this every single time. I th- they do themselves a disservice. I think that they did the same shit that I think Sony did with the other event. I think that they mm-hmm. were hyping it up too much. Oh, I think and this like, this was at least I think this was better than Sony because at least we got like some something a little crunchy out of this one. I mean, yeah, for yeah, sure. but the Sony event was also like they just should have 
been yeah. more deliberate about saying this is just our GDC presentation. Enjoy. Yeah. But also, at least Xbox, yeah. they, like this was an they ad- opened up saying like, this was hey, sh- first party shit is in July. Yeah, and that was fine. Yeah, when but, did they well, say I, that? At the beginning at the, of the show. At the very, very beginning of the conference. But I wish the that they had the, said when that. the guy was wearing the Halo helmet? Yeah. No, that was somewhere in the middle. I mean, okay. they also said it in all of their tweets. Did they? Okay. They did say it was third party yeah. stuff. Okay. okay. But, Fair. You know. But yeah. They also showed like almost, they showed the bare amount of gameplay for, so, for an event that they were like, we're going to show so much gameplay. We're, we're going to be in our webs. We, we're going to show you the oh, gameplay boy. of the next gen. It's and like, then we saw oh. Assassin's Creed, and it's like, dude, we or know what Assassin's Creed looks like. Did we even see gameplay like. for that? Yeah, it was at the end. I think we saw some gameplay. Yeah, I, got I mean, the, list the whole thing. It looks like For Honor. Like, okay, <laughs> also, why was it sponsored by the National Guard? What the fuck? Because that was weird. Dude, they, I didn't notice that either. Gamers gotta support yeah gamers are like the main demographic that the american military pulls its recruits from that's not even a joke i know that's just facts i got i did think though like i i liked that like i thought this was one of their best like from a branding perspective one of their better efforts because they just were like you know it's fucking press conference from home we all know we all know the context of the situation and like they leaned into it, which is like, I think what you should do in that situation. You know, I thought I thought like it was just like it started strong and I thought like it was an overall like, you know, fun little video of games. I think it's on the same level of like some of the uh, PlayStation. Uh, uh, what are they calling it? <laughs> the state of play. State of play. Yeah. I yeah. Think it's like are, and so what are these Xbox ones called? Xbox. Inside Xbox. OK, they're all fucking dumb. But, like, I, I thought it was, like, on that same level. Where it's just, like, you know, we're just seeing games. I think we'll take anything at this moment right now. But I thought they did a good job at, like, how they opened it. I thought the fridge bit was legitimately, yeah, like, good. charming and and good. Um, and I thought they showed, I mean, everything besides Assassin's Creed, which is, like, a to be expected. I feel like almost everything else was new to me. Yeah, like I just feel like there was so much I was like, oh, that looks neat, but there's no gameplay. I don't even know really what it is. Yeah, a lot of tone tone pieces for yeah. sure. and everything was like either a horror game or like a cyberpunk game. Yeah, I, I mean, it was very samey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every I feel like this is going to be cyberpunk. Like the cyberpunk setting is definitely going to be like the 2020 zombie thing. You know, Cyberpunk 2077 did it first and everyone was trying to hop on that bandwagon. It feels uh, like that game's not even out yet. And I feel like we, we've had cyberpunk settings for for a long time. Like Cyberpunk 2077 is the the standard bearer for that. You know, we had like Runer. They're like indie games going to be big again. I definitely I felt it during yeah, the like show, though. Be a like, there was a lot of, you know, Cyber Tokyo street views yeah. during the show. All, yeah, it was all Japan. It was so yeah. weird. What else yeah. What else did they have other than the Ascent that was like... So what the, What uh, cyberpunk stuff did they have? They had that Bandai Namco Bright Memory thing. Infinite. Yeah, Bright Memory Infinite was kind of cyberpunky. Chorus, I think, was... That was a little cyberpunky, wasn't it? No, oh, was Chorves? Like, no, yeah. <laughs> Chorves. <laughs> no, Chorves. Oh, <laughs> Chorves? You talking about Chorves? Chorves, dude. Yo, I can't wait to play Chorves. No, Chorves was like a... It was like a Starfighter. It yeah. definitely looks... I don't know if that was that much cyberpunk. What is, okay, what is cyberpunk was, to you people? 
I think yes. it's, there's Scarlet Nexus too. People. Like there was some. There was yeah. It was, it some, was the ascent. I didn't, I didn't it get was the bug that it was I think it's it's more like that thematically, color palette. Like a lot of these games felt and looked kind of similar. I agree. Think. I I almost don't. I mean, I agree, but I almost don't think that's like. I mean, I mean this is a third party showcase. So yeah, like, it's not like you know. This isn't. Yeah, this is indicative of. Point. I think this is like just what, what's happening in games, and I think at some point it'll probably have to burst. But I think we're getting like a, a moment now where like everyone thinks they've figured out how to math a game that's going to sell well. So they all are kind of starting to like feel and look a lot more similar than I think. Uh, you know, maybe during the PlayStation Two days, it felt like there was that too. Yeah, I mean, um, like this is this is not. A I, new I definitely feel like everything is like pulling from like five games right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think like, and and I'll preface this by saying I think that Microsoft has been like, I feel like all of their stuff is like this. I feel like, and that the thing is, I feel like they always close the show with something cool. Like they always have like, oh, there's the cyberpunk thing, but I feel like they've been doing good shows that are like consistently just fine. Like nothing is ever like kind of huge coming out of them. The third party, they've been leaning so heavily on third party because they've been building up their first party, which hopefully is going to pay off in July. Right. Like, um, Mm. but it feels like they've always had like the scraps almost. And there's exceptions that I think like Elden Ring and cyberpunk, but this feels like the scraps in this, like these are all good looking games. That's not to diminish these games, but these look like the games that like, this is what we had. They would have been at anyone's conference. Like, it doesn't matter, right? Like, and yeah, they're just, they're, they're just, they're like non, uh, you could have, it didn't matter what conference you saw these at. Right. And I feel like, oh, we're hyping up the gameplay for next gen. And then like really the main gameplay we got, I think was in like that first game. Right. Memory infinite, which did look look cool. I'm not sure that was cool. I'm pretty sure it was the uh, game. Like, so apparently this game is in early access right now on Steam and the game. Yeah, you can like, buy it on Steam. It, Ten bucks. it looks pretty similar. But apparently this is like this is the infinite version. So the next gen version or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. They also had. Yeah, a lot. The two of the games had infinite things related to them. The Bright Memory Infinite and the Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines had like an infinite an infinity logo in the or infinity symbol in the logo. I thought that was kind of weird, too. I thought that vampire game looked like butt, honestly. Really? I I couldn't believe that they showed it just like from a graphical standpoint to be like, hey, buy our new console. I was like, this looks like a 360 game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I 100 percent agree with that. I got I thought it was a cool tone piece. I was like, look, this just looks like Bioshock. I I know people love Vampire the Masquerade, so. I mean, do your yeah. thing. But I I agree. I noticed like the hairs and the the cloth textures. The models just look bad. Yeah. yeah, I wrote down my three and I'm probably I think I can run through the list. I don't know if we need to. Um, I have the list of games up, but I did write down, I think, the three games that stuck out to me the most. Yeah, Give me some uh, highlights. Four yeah. games I wrote down that I, I thought looked rad. Uh, Call of the Sea. I thought Agreed. it looked cool. The Medium. I thought it looked pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, the Blair Witch developers. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, is, is it? it? Okay. The Layers of mm-hmm. Fear Observer developers. Yeah, they're super into horror yep. games. With the I fucking Silent Hill composer, too. I didn't put that... Game, I didn't put it on my list, but there was Scorn. 
I thought Scorn was a fucking Aliens game. Oh, me too. Yeah, because it, it looks it like, like an Aliens. I can not believe how Aliens it it's looked. It's a fucking HR like Geeker like art book come to life. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. I was like, that looked pretty neat. Uh, Scarlet it was, Nexus. That was also. I thought Scorn was a super fucking long trailer to just give us absolutely nothing, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a weird trailer. I read that people played this game three years ago. Yeah, it's another early access like, game. Okay. Oh. Uh, it did look like I I sort of got have you put this next to some of the imagery from like Prometheus. Yeah. Like we're we're, yeah. we're yeah. talking some No, it's a straight up. Why was it so sexual? That was weird. Well, that's like that's like all of HR. That's like that's just the sexual. artist. That's HR Giger stuff. Like Prometheus and Alien are all super fucking sexual too. Like the alien head is a Is dick. it the, wait, was it the same is it the same guy? It's like heavily inspired by he's dead. He died in like the 70s. Oh. But apparently like they're just taking his art and making an entire game yeah. out of it. I mean, like heavily inspired on by a robot at nipple? best. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wrote Scarlet Nexus down. I thought that looked kind of neat. Um, was that the anime one? Yeah, yeah, it did. It look looked like cool. Code Vein to me. I thought it was going to be he... Code Vein of first. I thought it was Code Vein DLC. Um, it reminded me a little. That's bit another of game with like a, an awesome art style, so it looks cool. But that like, and not that you couldn't have games like this in this showcase. But for one where we're going to talk about gameplay and like the next gen, you know, it's just like this art style is just going to look great on like current gen. Yeah. You know, it just looked like it looked like something. This is like a, a stretch, but like it looked like the three houses. Yeah. No, I'm mm-hmm. bummed that they didn't stream this at 60 frames. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. But also I know streaming is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Scarlet Nexus game, the the enemies looked so dumb. I thought, no, oh, dude, you didn't like the valve on dude. its face. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was the so sexy lame. lady. Yeah. That was uh, so lame. I didn't think it was that lame. Oh, I yeah. thought it looked bad. Uh, the know. last one I wrote down was Yakuza like a dragon. Yeah, I thought that oh, looked yeah. fucking. Sick. I mean, that looks it looks great. Like a dragon. So, yeah. What a fucking. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. The part in the trailer where he like gets out of prison and there's just that old lady walking across the street that was genuinely funny i thought no, i loved I thought seeing really him great. pull the fucking baseball bat out of the ground like the fuck like excalibur <laughs> i can't wait like i'm so glad the game is coming to game pass yeah, yeah. this is like so it's a it, sorry it's a it's turn a tur- it's a turn-based yeah yeah, turn-based yeah. It's RPG. So weird i can't wait it's more like so it's gonna be like another, XCOM. is that the plan no i think it's more like a it's Japanese like persona rpg it's like more persona. like persona yeah yeah, yeah. huh yeah, where, but where a, another they, another perfect like same but different kind of thing, where like they didn't show the turn based at all. No. Yeah, how did like, people know that you, it's if, a turn based game? You don't, because you just yeah. knew. Like they said this like a while ago in a it's also, press release it, or it's, something, right? Like it, it was out in Japan already. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could see that. So, uh, well, okay. Well, I didn't even know that. But even then, like, it's almost to the point. It's like it's not misleading. That's a little dramatic, but it is like that. That is your game and. The way you just showed it made it seem like it was just like <clears throat> a regular Yakuza game. Yeah, well, that's like like you look at any Persona trailer or like Pokemon trailer, like they don't actually show the turn based menu and interface and everything. All they show is the attack animation. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But with with like but with those games, that's what you expect. Yeah. Yeah. With Yakuza, like there's always been a thing. And then like if you if you're somehow Yakuza fan, you didn't know that this next one was different. Uh, you still don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you live under a rock and only watch fucking trailers from Xbox Insider. <laughs> That's someone, Is man. It? Yeah, someone's out there. 
Did you know that it was a turn-based yeah. RPG, Rob? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I learned it like okay. I learned about this before they had a premiere at Xbox, like because it came out in Japan. I was like, oh, shit, they're making Yakuza 7 turn-based, but it's not Yakuza World 7. It's Yakuza premiere. Like a Dragon. <laughs> Which is even better for me because like, it means you can play this game without having to play the six previous Yakuza games. Yeah, I mean, that's good. They, I, anytime they, they leave an opening for people to jump into yeah. that do more, series, do more spinoffs. It's, it's awesome. Grow Honestly, your do more yeah. Yakuza spinoffs. Yeah. 100%. I would even like to see them fuck around with like different lengths. You know, like maybe a Yakuza game that doesn't take a million hours. Because I want to finish one someday. Mm-hmm. I think we'll talk more about Yakuza later because I've been playing one of them. Uh, I, I don't know. I do want to say, mm-hmm. do you guys... I think my, my consistent problem with these is like it still feels and I think they are working to change it, but I don't know how much it's working. Like it still feels like there's no. There's no identity here, and I know this is strictly a third party showcase, so it's hard to do that, but I feel like maybe once first parties start to kick in, it'll feel like that. But I just don't like. You know, it's super consumer friendly games everywhere, but like I just don't know why like I care about the Xbox. They don't have you know? a template. Like they don't have they don't have, they don't like, have their murder dad exclusives yet, right? And the exclusives are like Gears, Halo, and like I think they're very same. I think they're trying a little bit. Well a great like, like I I think they're Gears too. tactics. It's not even on the it's not even on the Xbox and it's a Microsoft first party plat like a Microsoft first party production. It's just wild. Mm, sure, it's still it's still gears though. I'm talking about just like what it new IP what their portfolio looks like. Yeah. I do think like as like weird as the inside Xbox historically have all been, um I do think like their direct or whatever they want to think of this as is a little like I mean Sony's doing they're doing a direct, but it's just Nintendo's direct without any charm, right? Like yeah. So like I think at least Microsoft is like trying a little bit. They got the funny fridge in the background. Yeah, I like, appreciate that they know. have a sense of humor. And also like, you know, we're all cynical, jaded piece of shit gamers. So like we don't actually care mm-hmm. what the devs have to say. But I do like that they give the devs time to speak directly to the community. And I also no, like uh, yeah. that they focus more on uh, promoting double A productions at this time, because I really do think that's where they're focusing on. That's the future with Game Pass. Like they're not taking Sony's approach and relying on like, you know, one triple A uh, production every year. They're trying to promote that double A uh, studio level through something like Game Pass that makes it a lot more accessible to people. Where if they already have the subscription, kind of like Netflix, they're just like, ah, oh, yeah, this game wasn't on my radar before, but now that it's, you know, free and on my home dashboard when I turn on my Xbox, I'll give it a shot and see what that's like. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of it like that. that I mean, that is the Netflix approach, right? Like, make yeah. a. Like nothing Netflix has done is actually great. They have like maybe one or two legitimately great movies they've produced. The rest is just like, oh, that was okay. That was fun. Like I didn't, I wasn't upset because I was just paying for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's also like the industry is not sustainable when you only focus on AAA productions. I do think I have a tweet here and I think it's kind of how I feel about both new consoles. Uh, judge, jury, and executioner, <laughs> Sam Kingma, tweeted out and put eloquently, it's so cool that neither Microsoft nor Sony seem to care seem to care about trying to convince any of us to buy their new boxes this generation. 
And I think that is a good way. I think like Sony's doing a weird strategy here. And I thought Xbox was kind of doing the the right thing, like, you know, chugging along. And I feel like now they're like, this was like a weird way to kick off everything. And I, I say that with COVID in mind that probably fucked, you know, yeah. all of the I don't plans. I don't know what either company's plans were initially before the pandemic mm. happened. Um, I think it's stupid to guess, but it is it is kind of disappointing to see Xbox like have such a lackluster opening for what was supposed to be like the first preview of the next generation. Yeah. 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 Like, why wouldn't mm-hmm. why why do you think they didn't start with first first party? I just don't know if it yeah. wasn't ready yet. I feel like shit's probably yeah. like, you know, it probably would have been cutting it close normally. And now everyone's remote. So it's like <clears throat> things are getting delayed. And like, I think even Nintendo had their uh, like shareholders meeting last night. And even they were like, work from home is like delaying all of our first party. We don't know what the second half's going to look like right now. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, I feel like shit's getting messed up yeah. across the board. I do think Sam King was totally right. And it's it's really fucked up because we no longer, since we all do play games on PC, we'll never know, like, we'll never be able to think, uh, you know, the way we used to think. Where, like, you really had to pick and choose. Yeah. Um, and especially as more things are coming to PC, it's just, like, I'm totally not an issue. But for this part of the market, which is a you know a big part of the market, n- enough to make a dent, but not the entire market for sure. It's I just don't know. Like I don't know why. Why neither is I don't know what their strategy is moving forward. Like do they are, like what, do they think there's going to be a PS six that like are they thinking that far ahead? It really just does feel like such a dire time for consoles. Like, and again, I say that as someone who plays on PC a lot. So if you don't play on PC, like, maybe you still, like, you obviously still care. But, like, at this point, like, yeah. you're just picking by exclusive, so you've already made up I your don't, mind. I don't, I don't think it's a dire time at all. I think that because we are all part of this, this circle of PC gamers, we overestimate the amount of PC games that are on the market. Not to say that the PC market isn't growing, um, which it is. But consoles still heavily outweigh the PC market by a significant margin. And I. Right. But I'm talking about the like the tug of war between like trying to pick an undecided consumer right now. I feel like everyone's minds already made up like no one's trying to like. Do the big thing to help you decide. Now, like which well, I think the take. people I think they're holding those cards. The people yeah. whose minds are made up are the people who like, you know, clearly are entrenched as fanboys, either on the Xbox or the PS4 side. Or they're part of the ecosystem or their yeah. friends play there yeah. or, you know, whatever. The, the battle for these new generations is like, you know, kids are still being born. Kids still haven't been exposed to video games and parents still need to make <laughs> these decisions. So it's the parents mm. that are choosing between ps the xbox series x and the ps5 um to essentially kickstart a whole new generation of gamers i know uh but i think that that's why (laughs) like price group of all price is so important because i think price is really what it's going to boil down to and i think price is a significant reason why the ps4 won this generation because it was a hundred dollars cheaper than the xbox one or the yeah xbox one yeah, and I think, too, like, a cool thing is going to be, like, Microsoft wants you to buy an Xbox One X, but if you don't and you play on PC, then they're like, we don't give a fuck. You're going to buy our first-party games on yeah. Steam or on Game Pass on PC. Like, 
I think it's pretty cool that we can tune in, even if I don't own a One X, I can tune into Microsoft's event and be like, oh, sick, like Obsidian's new game is going to be on PC, not oh, yeah. just on Xbox. Like they are going for like a multi approach here, which makes it interesting, like what Sony's going to do yeah. In, the yeah. same, in a similar situation. I mean, it's oh, also man. interesting. I just can't wait to hear them definitively say stuff. You know, I think Sony more than Microsoft, because with Microsoft, we just have so many more answers to questions. But like, what the fuck is their subscription? What is going to be now? What are they actually putting on PC? Are they going to have is there going to be a method to any of the madness? Yeah, Uh, no, they're not going to have smart delivery unless they start to see a significant like. I feel reduction in console sales. I feel like they're going to they have like if every third party is doing it with Xbox. Yeah, I I would hope it's got to exist unless if it doesn't, that's a. That's I I would be like that's fucking crazy if they don't. Yeah, that's a terrible move. Oh, so like just between just between like PS4 and PS5 is what we're saying? Is that yeah, every game you buy on PC PlayStation. Oh yeah. I thought you meant like PC too. Um no, I think like PS I think PS I mean they already kind of did that with some games. Not about like getting it for free, but like the fact that like they they already like uh last generation, you know, released a couple games on both towards the end. I think they're not going to be able to just. That's not smart delivery, though. Live. That's like that's the opposite. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. They're not going to live with like that not being a situation on Xbox and <laughs> it being a situation on their platform. But, like if not, this has to force their hand into doing yeah. that. I mean, hopefully. But, I mean, it's the same like, thing with crossplay. Like you know, everyone else crossplays together, but not PlayStation. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but I think they lost that battle. You know. Yeah. So I hopefully that means that's a good thing. Yeah, I could see them doing like a patch or something. You know, you put in the, your PS4 disc and it downloads a the PS5 patch or something, which is is that what smart delivery is going to be? Is that what the Xbox thing is? Actually, that's a good question. Does smart delivery only work for digital games? No, it's, it's for physical games, too. How does it work? Do you know? But does anyone know? Is it like when it's physical? Don't we have another word? Well, for Because a physical is game, like all it is, is essentially... Like the data is on there, but it's really just it's still a physical license. Like you put it in your Xbox. It tells your console that you have the right to download this game and play it. And the discs will probably like I'm I'm fairly sure that they're you're going to be able to put an Xbox one disc in the Xbox one X. Yeah. 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 Reverse compatible. Yeah. Or what? I want backwards compatible. That's what we used to call backwards compatible. Apparently Sony hasn't even like they only they have like like. A hundred PS4 games playable on the PS5 is what they said. I think that they said the ma- the majority of games, but they had tested a hundred games, but that the they the implication was the majority would. Work. And so that's just PS4. Yeah, like it's not backwards compatible with any previous generation. We don't know. That's what like there was rumors. Well, I mean, I it, don't think you're going to be able to put a PS2 disc in. I, they were saying like, there's no like some of the rumors for the PS5 that was, yeah, were that was some of the leaks were that like it's backwards compatible all the way to PS1 or PS2. I hope so. But through they definitely they nuts. definitely didn't message that effectively during the GDC conference. I like mean, they haven't said anything I, yet. Really. Well, no, they, all they said was that yeah. it that was, was like PS4 back or backwards compatible. Yeah, they did say that. I feel like if you come out like that's a good argument right like for your box oh like hey we play everything you've collected ever and we've got like a library of downloadable legacy software like that would be pretty neat yeah man i would never use that but that would be bad i don't know i've I've thought about it just like 
because the Xbox is pretty backwards compatible at this point. I'm like, I could just pop in a copy of like Republic Commando on the original Xbox and play that shit in 4K with a higher frame rate. That's pretty appealing. Amr, can you imagine well, being able to get in your PS5 and being able to pop in that uh, uh, Sly Japanese Cooper 2? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's the only <laughs> PS2 game I own. Um, but yeah, I mean, that could be cool. But we shall see because it's 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 getting close. It's May. It's going to be. Next May. month is halfway there. Halfway through the year. And, and we know almost um, nothing. Yeah, which I think is is not a bad sign all things considered you know i think it's still pretty pretty normal e3 hasn't happened yet in a regular year i mean in 2013 right? we knew this shit in february oh that's true i forget that some of these reveals happen in q1 honestly yeah. like yeah. everything is so topsy-turvy though like i'm i wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get anything meaty for a while or like any hard Same. commitments for a while I think the, I think that's probably the big thing. Like we all work at like fucking w- with with people. We're accountable for stuff, and like you know that everything is so weird right now that like you don't want to promise anything. So mm-hmm. that's probably the core of uh, this whole thing, right? It's like changing like, week well, to well, week. Why promise anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think all of them are shifting their plans. Like I think the second half of this year is going to be like a. I wouldn't be surprised if we see like a lot of announcements and it's like, oh, coming Q1 2021. But it was originally shout out to to spring 2021 for sure. But it was originally supposed to be this holiday or whatever. Hey, man, as long as Halo Infinite comes out with the Xbox Series X launch, I'll be happy. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I I remember loving Halo. and Now I play the collection. I don't know. I've been telling you guys all along. I got to see. I I really thought you guys like. When I was in high school, these Halo guys, I was like, it was fun. Yeah, it's Halo's like, still it's fucking just, great. It's the same guys that wear UFC UFC shirts. No, stop. Uh, Halo, oh, Halo's no. better than The Last of Us, and I'll fucking dedicate podcast oh, episodes. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Halo fans are one one minuscule tier below like the worst wrestling. So, Robbie, fans. what you been playing? Yeah. <laughs> mm, what have I been playing? I've been playing Gears Tactics. Ooh. Oh, it's good. It's actually very good. Um, is it like XCOM? It is very much like XCOM. I don't think it's a, it's it's not a carbon copy, um, which I think was smart on their part. There are enough differentiators to uh, have like let it stand alone. But I do appreciate it's it's very easy to pick up for someone who has played XCOM in the past. Uh, but what I really love about this game is I just love seeing like straight up AAA production budget. For a game like XCOM, which is normally relegated to like the double A almost indie game level of video game. Okay, mm-hmm. watch what you say about Firaxis. All right. Hey, or Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah, I I love I love Firaxis, but Gears Tactics is like it's just fun to see Microsoft money being put behind a genre that has not had AAA production values behind it in. Are you telling me years. Mario versus Rabbids wasn't AAA? That is. He's got you there, dude. For better or yeah, worse, that game it's wasn't a good, though. Game. Yeah. I like that game. It was not. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, it was fine. Can we say it's fine? I don't think, I don't want to say it's not good. I played an hour. 
And I played a little I more. Wish, it was definitely I wish like, I could have Steam refunded it, but I bought it through Switch. Oh, so. bummer. Same. I, re- I do regret it on their unconsumer friendly practices. Cassie mm-hmm. cried. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, here's that <laughs> one's great. Remember, remember Rabid Peach? God, she was thick. What? Oh my God. Is she that a thing? Ah, oh, so gross. Tell oh, us about it. The game she did have it. She did have We're an sorry. <laughs> uh no it's it's good i think it's faster paced than xcom i think that Mm -hmm. uh this is honestly a franchise that makes perfect sense to like adapt to this formula because gears even the the mainline gears is already just chainsaw chess like your aim doesn't matter as much as your positioning um so it's kind of cool to be able to do it and manage an entire squad from like the the isometric view uh, but I do think that they made some really smart design decisions in forcing you to be more aggressive and more gears like than something like XCOM, where say you get like you get bonuses for executing a downed enemy where everybody on your team gets an extra action point. Um, and then mm. the way that your Overwatch works is a little different from XCOM, where the amount of action points you have banked up in uh, a turn, if you overwatch with three action points, you get to shoot them three times versus just like the one time you do an XCOM. Um, and it all just feels like it's it's incredibly graphic. It's still gears. It all, I guess, fits into the canon. I don't really follow the the story of the gears lore that uh, directly, but it I was going to ask, like... is there like cutscenes <laughs> and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, their cutscenes, their high production, like they got some pretty good voice actors. And the story, as far as I'm concerned, seems pretty interesting. At least it's interesting as Gears 5. Uh, who's like the guy? Is it a, like a dude from Gears canon? So, yeah, it's the father of Kate Diaz. Oh, OK, that's cool. Yeah, um, it's just we cool. know like nothing about him. Yeah, you can totally come into this game without having without previous Gears lore knowledge, too, because it takes place like during the same time Gears 1 takes place, during the initial emergence day. Uh, mm. So if you're looking to jump into Gears, but you're not into third-person shooters, like, check this game out, because it's pretty neat. And it's also free on Game Pass. Yeah, PC Game Pass, yeah. Yeah, PC only. There's no Xbox yeah. port yet. I want to play this. Yeah, I definitely want to play this. And it, it kind of ties in to... Like- I played X. I started XCOM 2. Mm-hmm. So I have an under... I, you know... Big expert over here now on uh, (laughs) all things tactical (laughs) games. Commander. Uh, Is it really hard? So I'm playing XCOM, and I think I've got the big stupid brain uh, because I'm bad at it. (laughs) XCOM is hard at first, I will say. Like, if you just don't play a lot of games like that, because XCOM 2 is like my first real, uh, what did you call it? Just strategy? Yeah. Tactics. Turn-based strategy? Yeah. Strategy tactics. Like... It's it's kind of like the Dark Souls thing where you just have to learn a new way to play game like this mm-hmm. type of game because and then I remember I was so far removed from XCOM when I played Three Houses that I was like kind of satisfied with Three Houses but when I played Chimera Squad this year all I kept thinking about was like this is why I didn't finish Three Houses because it was the combat felt so limited in comparison to like what XCOM lets you do um, which was fine for Three Houses still you never game. finished that no I got really close mm. yeah. You let all your um, classmates got, die. Tired of it. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Yeah, fuck them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they deserve it. Um, I hate Dimitri. Um, but I, uh, I was wondering, Robert, with Gears Tactics, do you, do you know how long it is? No idea. Um, I think 
No it's idea. Okay. Separated into acts, and I think most Gears games are like five acts with like yeah. five missions per act or something. So. Okay. And the missions are pretty quick. I don't think as quick as like Chimera Squad because I hear those missions are pretty fast. Um, Main story, yeah, 10 minutes, 21 and a half hours. For Gears Tactics? That's pretty good. For Gears oh, Tactics. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Totally reasonable. That's a medium. I feel like that's a good length for those kind of games. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I think I'm going to get back in. I think I'm going to, I already have it downloaded, but I think I'm going to start it because I almost started Chimera Squad again, uh, but then I started another game, which it turned out to be the right choice. But there's something about those games. Like they're so addicting. Are you, are you in the, even with your dumb brain, Andy? <laughs> I think I'm in. I, I, I think I'm going through like a weird point right now. I don't know what I want to play because I'm playing Animal Crossing still, but then I want something, you know, like to sink my teeth in to kill yeah be a little violent with yeah um, so i'm doing xcom i bought the humble bundle so i got xcom that jurassic evolution game which i want to try out mm. and rise of industry which i also want to try out um what kind of squad are you building right right now XCOM? i'm building nothing i'm just dealing with my default people yeah. i just upgraded someone to sniper i lost somebody already yeah oh, no. i'm only on like the third mission i restarted the first mission like embarrassingly like probably six times because i kept killing somebody mm -hmm. um because yeah, they bring this it. this fucking mutant smooth skin alien out <laughs> and he won he one shots everyone oh no yeah, he's pretty pretty nasty yeah. oh i will first level one more thing about gears that i think is pretty neat uh versus something like XCOM is so the heroes you have like you can customize your squad you can change the names give them custom gear and everything um but you also have story critical characters like the the hero characters who you need like they're more powerful than your standard units but they have to survive the mission versus if you just go in with a squad of disposable recruits you can lose all of them and still complete the mission and it's kind of a fun balancing game of being like oh who do i want to bring with me to like balance out the power like who am i willing to sacrifice to get through this mission do i want to bring like yeah. an all hero squad but risk like not being able to let any of them die or just get like one hero and three recruits and know that like I only need to have the hero survive. It's kind of a fun dynamic that I I did I took for granted at first. I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of a um, impactful decision making junction. Yeah, I, I do like, like that. That's cool. That's cool. Now, is there the same thing in XCOM where like because the thing I think that is going to hook me with XCOM is the fact that you go back and then can like upgrade your base. Yes. And like do that's in gears as well. Yeah. So you get okay. like a, it's not a it's not a base as much of like it's a mobile base. You get like this fucking like massive troop transport. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not as deep as XCOM though. Okay. I want to. I'm still like I want to test the waters on XCOM. See if like I can get through it with my smooth brain and, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I did. I'm pretty sure. By the way, you can you can change the names and like appearance you of can. your base yep. characters so just you know that. make a reggie yeah. i made someone a sniper make, it's i think it makes it more fun though when you're like you name them and then you really don't want them to die you start viewing them less oh disposably. yeah i had my whole e3 presenters team like i cared about i wouldn't <laughs> let a single one of them die if they died i'll reload the mission <laughs> oh man uh real quick I bounced from XCOM because I was getting frustrated. I want to get back to it. Uh, I booted up Yakuza 0. 
which I oh, played yeah. on PlayStation, but never like finished. I think I got maybe four or five hours in like two years ago when we all played it, or maybe me and Elmer played it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really want to play it. And so I rebooted it and I'm going to like quickly get back to where I was and then keep going. Uh, and like I maybe played two hours last night. I'm right back in. It hooks nice. Those games are great. They're so funny. I feel like there's nothing like them out there. Yeah. Uh, they're they're amazing. I, I started Yakuza Zero um, for the because I saw that they were both on Game Pass. Um, mm-hmm. I fucking loved it, and I do want to go back, but it was weird to be playing that and Sleeping Dogs at the same time. And I'm way further <laughs> in Sleeping Dogs, so I'm just like, I'm just gonna finish Sleeping Dogs, then I'm gonna go to Yakuza. But what I played of Yakuza Zero is fucking fantastic. <clears throat> it's so funny. It's like the yeah. game is ridiculous. It's pretty brutal, too. Oh, it's so brutal. Like, it gets violent, like, the things that they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you're doing karaoke. That was so good. To to (laughs) J-pop. Real quick. Yeah, I want to get back into those games, too. There's so many of them. They are longer. I think the Zero might be the longest one. Like, I know, like, Kiwami 1 and 2, like, doesn't have as much of, like, the side mini games and all that. So there's not as much to, like, eat Mm -hmm. up your time. How critical just, are those? Like, can you can you just like mainline it, or do you need to do like the side quest stuff in those games? Uh, I think you you could probably mainline it as much as possible. I think the thing that happens is like people just enjoy the main, the yeah. side stuff. Like, there's I a mean, whole fuck yeah. I want to like, see him sing. I want to see him dance. I mean, in Yakuza Zero, there's a whole uh, like property management sim Ooh, in the game. I didn't even get like, to that. Jesus. Yeah, where you have to like manage rents and properties oh and stuff, be a landlord. Hire a chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, it's so great. Because I was between I was between booting up this or buying Dishonored 2. Mm. Dishonored 2 is kind of on the list. I hear it's a great game. A lot of people praise it. Um, but uh, are you any is anyone on this show a Dishonored person? I like Dishonored 1. I never played Dishonored 2. It's on my list. But I don't know. Yeah, I played a lot of Dishonored 1, but eventually just fell off it. It was cool, but it felt like a a Master of None kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know someone who's a really big Dishonored fan, and so for that reason, I cannot, for moral reasons, play 2. Wow. Cassidy, what have you been playing? Uh, so I have been continuing to play Animal Crossing. I'm continuing to play Dark Souls, of course, and I am continuing to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, and still enjoying it quite a bit. That game is good. Uh, I was impressed this past week, actually, because I had like sort of a fork in the road decision moment in the game. Uh, what I thought was a, a fairly big decision Uh, And so I made a a choice and then went on YouTube to see what the other choice looked like. And they didn't like shoehorn it to have it be sort of a false choice. Like it was an actual massive change uh, to like the the world of the game. So I've been pretty impressed with the game so far. I keep seeing clips. I feel like ever since you talked about it, maybe it's because it was on sale that I'm seeing clips of it. And it's like, it looks great. Like, yeah, I got my check in the mail and they told me that they were going to do the uh, the sale 
um, this past week, so mm-hmm. uh, that I should talk about it at the front and back of the sale. I got you. Um, you got you play bucks. Mm-hmm. I got my I got my yeah my you play points. Now you can buy some renowned <laughs> or something. Thank God. Uh, it's good though, man. I'm I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out. I feel like Valhalla is going to be good too. Like I feel like I like what they're saying about it. It's going to be shorter, maybe a little bit less bloated. Yeah, I can get into that. Smart choice. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Do y'all do y'all want to play For Honor? Since it's no, no. basically I a Valhalla. <laughs> you know I, what I do want to play is the last game that I've been playing, uh, which is Remnant from the Ashes. Ooh. Yeah. I really want to play some more of this game, except this fucking siege event came out. Yeah. And now no. everyone's okay. out here pulling some grand larceny bullshit. I'm over Hell it, Cass. Yeah. I'll play the tree game with you. Hey. Okay, thanks. Siege is the grand larceny event's pretty fucking neat. It's so good. See, Sam, you ever since you started playing ranked with our friends that are better than all of us, you've been thumbing your freaking nose at us. All right. And I'm sick and tired of it. So here's the thing. I, I appreciate grand larceny for it's the siege mechanics, but in a very different lens, uh, where like the grand larceny is just go, go, go. And like the matches are super quick and that's like fun. But it's not what I want from Siege. And I think I, I think you're right, Omar. I have like, you know, Siege, I've I've definitely taken a more like competitive like lens to it. And like you I changed, I man, I, I really think <laughs> I have. I want to get better and I want to like rank up and like do all that stuff. I want to like learn like the strategy behind it and all that. And mm-hmm. I don't know. MLG. I the, get the it. skins are cool, though. Skins are neat. I think I'm going to go full yeah. Andy and just not no, play with you ever. that's the secret. You just got to stop giving a shit about rank. That's how you get to fucking gold one. Yeah, I just feel like... Let's I, compare KDs on the I, show. Yeah, let's do it. I think Andy's <laughs> in first. I think I'm in second. Ooh, that's why I said it. Yeah. yeah I'm definitely <laughs> in last. Uh, God, Remnant looks but Yeah, cool. I mean, it's cool. That, like, the event's cool. I think the skins are really cool. It's like the Roaring Twenties themed. Um, for some reason they call like when they, when you unlock a, a vault, they call them clinkers and it sounds oddly racist. Uh, but you would know, I don't know. She's like, let's get those clinkers. It's like, Ooh, can you say that in 2020? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's not a slur. Yeah. I don't think it is. It just sounds like a slur. Yeah. They said fucking it's the, like it's the 20s or something. Draw. That'd be, that'd be a problem, but <laughs> I like yeah. that you can shoot the vaults from the first to the top floor. You can kill bottom. you can kill people by dropping vaults on them. Yeah. It's the most satisfying thing. This it's is, comical. It's so good. You can also die. So yeah. like I've noticed that a lot of people started making uh, fucking traps where they'll just shoot out all three floors beneath a window that somebody repels in. So when they repel in, they just immediately fall three floors and die. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, is so good. <laughs> I like that. It's yeah. a neat event. Yeah, there's a lot of strategy to it. Boys, before we go here, who wants to close this out? Anyone got some last minute gaming additions they want to throw in the pile? I just want Elmer to talk about what he's been playing because I'm so excited. Oh. Um, so I'm a I'm a I'm a Lord of the Rings head now. Hell yeah, you are. Uh, I'm all Hell in. Yeah, I'm all in on this. I'm all in on this lore. I'm a big fan. I can't wait to watch these movies again. You're a member of the Fellowship now. Wow. And how it fell apart in me. You really went full pippin' on this one. 
I really need to, I feel like I need to ask for permission. I feel almost unworthy because I've been so disrespectful uh, to my, 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 my hobbits. You can, you can talk about and it now. They didn't deserve hey, you, it. You, you watched all three movies. Like I was there with you. I saw you watch all three movies. Yeah. You're going to watch the Hobbit yeah. now? Come yeah, on. I literally, I will at some point just because I, I want more. I'm, I know they're not going to be as good. I've never yeah, seen those. Those movies are trash. No, yeah, those those I like bad. the Hobbit. They're definitely not. It's a, it's a, uh, just absolutely blatant cash grab. Disgusting. Mm. That's my thought. So that, With that's, like 60 so frames per second scenes. That's what the, you the, think. The Hobbit that's what is the shortest of, of the four books. The Hobbit is shorter than every fucking book in the Lord of the Rings series, and they busted it out into three movies. Yeah, you only do that to make money. They couldn't make a movie called The Cimmerillion because it's a fucking encyclopedia. <laughs> so I really like the Lord anyway. of the Rings now. <laughs> Um, it's, it's fun. It's fun being on this side of history. Mm-hmm. Um, so much that immediately after finishing Return of the King, the best movie in the trilogy, I, uh, started Shadow of Mordor. Uh, I was already kind of hinting at it. Um, when I, when I finished, uh, Twin Towers or Two Towers, <laughs> but Cassidy talking about Assassin's Creed last week made me realize that maybe that's what I wanted right now. You wavered. Something, just a game. Mm-hmm. Just a fucking game ass game, uh, and I went in with that. But I think this game is a little bit more than that. It's still a game ass game, you know. Andy, you're right. These these guys break up your combos quite often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just running in there, they like Scottish. He's accents. been standing there for thirty seconds. I maybe even hit him once, but something I just did. Maybe it's because I stopped my combo triggered his animation to like ah, yeah. I'm they here. wait for your combo <laughs> to be finished before they interrupt you because your combos are important in this game. <laughs> They are important, uh, but it's awesome because it's just like it's the Batman combat 100 percent. And I haven't played those games in long enough now where like it's fun. Uh, just like weird, like it feels like a rhythm challenge more than anything. I like the stealth in that game, um, too. Like it's just sneaking around, taking the orcs out. That's always yeah. fun. I love strategically yeah, brutalizing. No, I, th- people. I think it's really good. Brutalizing. Yeah. Just scaring the shit out of everyone. Yeah, because you debuff everybody if they see you brutalize one of their comrades. It's awesome. It's a good game. Yeah, I, I'm really liking it. I think like it steals all, all the best stuff from Batman. Not all the best stuff. Some of the best stuff from Batman. Some of the best stuff from Assassin's Creed. Um, the world is kind of a bummer to like navigate. A lot uh, of ground. Because there's no, there's a lot of ground, right? And like, it's it's fine. It's not bad. They they there's I'm sure that there's maybe going to be more traversal tools later on, um, but. It's still like, you know, not you don't you don't have the glide mechanic that Batman has. There's no way of mixing shit up. Uh, but I'm liking it a lot. Uh, it's really good. Hot take. Twenty dollars on Steam. Uh, I recommend. And I think I'm gonna go. Right now I'm playing it like I'm gonna beat it. So that that's not kind of the the energy I was coming in with. Uh, but I, I like the Nemesis system. It does feel like it's hollow and kind of bullshit, but it's a fun <laughs> distraction. I think. I haven't figured it out yet. I'm trying. I'm trying. I don't know. You know, I kill some dudes. People take their place. What happened? Gotta, there? You gotta fucking dominate those dudes. Gotta take them down. Yeah, yeah you gotta make them your bitch. You gotta brutalize them. Brutalize me. Brutalize them. Dominate their mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, brutalize me, Sam Kingma. Happy birthday! Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. What do you think of Inside Xbox? That's the real reason we recorded today. Mm-hmm. Not because of no, Xbox. That's true. <laughs> Happy Easter, Xbox. 
Uh, what do you think of Inside Xbox? Let us know. Tweet at us at, at AukPause. Go listen to All Hands on Shrek's review of Puss in Boots. You like uh, Humpty? Me too. Uh, you can follow me at Street Super. You can follow Cassidy Sergeant at... Sergeant Cass. Elmer Gordado. Elmer is not mad. That's never been truer than right now. <laughs> Robert Mecky. At Robert Jr. Jr. Sam Atherton. Smath XX. Until next time, stay golden. One X is a variable. Three X's is porn. Two X's? 